sunshine, and we're uh, actually going to get up into the 60s tomorrow with the possibility of some thunderstorms, depending on where you're at in the state of Wisconsin. It feels like spring. This time next week is going to feel like winter, but enjoy it. Getting ready for the weekend, and I can tell a lot of things are starting to kind of transpire. One is the clock is ticking on Aaron Rodgers. Two, the criticism is beginning to really mount on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in addition to that, you've got the Young Guns down at the uh, Combine. We're going to be uh, talking about that a little bit. Bucks tonight on the road taking on the Bulls and uh, trying to kind of show their wares down in the Windy City, which, by the way, I'll give you some stories uh, from there from the other day because uh, I was off yesterday, but uh, on, uh, on, on Tuesday, or was it Tuesday, Wednesday? Wednesday. Ended up heading down to Chicago. And, uh, boy, you talk about do you ever, uh, you know, Ben, have you ever sat down at a dinner where everybody looks forward to a restaurant and you're sitting there eating and everybody's, this is so great, this is so good, and it's fine dining, and you're looking around going, yeah, no, it's it's really not. I could get the same thing at Olive Garden. Well, you ever, I'm not a big fan of Olive Garden, and I don't really go out to many okay. nice dinners. So, <laughs> Okay. No. Well, this was, this was one of these, uh, Kristen had... Um, some clients for a banking uh, meeting, you know, and, and uh, they, they picked this restaurant. And it's, it's you got to go to Chicago. Oh, you get better meals in Chicago. You got to go down there. And, okay, so uh, we went to this restaurant. I'm not going to drop the name, but it was very, uh, now that they've lifted the mask mandates down there, people are just, you know, ready to get out. I was shocked. I stayed at the, uh, the Sheridan Four Points. I don't know if you've ever stayed there. Um, we've, I, I've been there in years past, specifically on like Packers weekends when we do our radio show there. And I was shocked. No valet. They've boarded up part of the building. This is the Grand Riverwalk Sheridan Four Points. And it's like an old vacant hotel. Uh, it, I mean, it's still beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but there's nobody there. I mean, nobody um, the, the val- they don't have a valet anymore. So you drive your car down the ramp, you know, where you used to go and there used to be this window and there'd be like 20 guys running back and forth, taking cars back and forth and the whole thing. It's all boarded up and it's like a ghost town. It, there's cars there with dust on them and maybe 20 cars in the parking lot. Nobody in the hotel, the entire, which the lobby and the shy bar in that place was always hopping, and there's Don Shuler's restaurant. The restaurant's not even open. The majority of the restaurant is actually closed. The bar is the only thing that's open, and there's one guy. He looks like he just pulled a wrinkled shirt out of the hamper and threw it on, and he's your bartender. It, I, I was stunned. So we go to this restaurant, and uh, we sit down, and it's all this eclectic lighting, and it's got that, you know, that Chicago vibe, thumping music kind of being piped in. You know, it's not really anything you listen to on the radio, but it's kind of like what they call the BPM, you know, music. Maybe you could find it on Sirius XM or something. It's, you know, and everybody's in suit and tie, all your waiters and everything. It's very nice. And then they bring you the food. And it's, it's I think the chicken parm was like 75 bucks. And I'm like, this better be the best chicken parm I've ever had in my life. No, I wasn't paying for it, so I don't have to worry about it. But at the end of it, I was like, really? <laughs> you know, are you kidding me? And then we came home last night before we went to the Darius Rucker concert, and we ate down at Calderon Club, and it's a thousand times better 
than what we went to in Chicago. That was supposed to be this big fine dining experience. Now, they have the wine people that come over and present the bottle of wine to you, and then they uncork it, and they let you smell it, and smell the differences, and they tell you all about it, you know. And we actually sat there, myself and the other gentleman that was part of this group, and he's asking if, if I know wines. And I said, I've just started taking up a little bit of wine knowledge, so to speak. And I said, you know, you can smell the woods in this one. You can smell the sweet in this one, you know. And we go through it, and they said, oh, this one is $190 a bottle, the one with the wood. And you could clearly smell it was aged in a fired barrel. Okay, you could smell that. So the next one, which was $45 a bottle, it was like, I told him, I said, the difference is you drink one in a regular wine of, you know, glass, wine glass. The other one you drink in a sippy cup with a straw. But you would enjoy that more with dinner. It was just, it was so much hype and so much crap. We had a great dinner. It was fun. It was, you know, to hang out with people. But I was kind of like, man, I, I just want to go home. <laughs> there's there's nothing I want to see in Chicago. Not even the Bears or the Cubs. I mean, it's just, you know, there's nothing in Chicago I want to see. So it's odd. I mean, you know, tonight, obviously, we got the Bucks on the road down in uh, down Chicago taking on the Bulls. Now, I'm with you on all that, though. There's some great restaurants here in Madison, but they're not that expensive. And the food is tremendous. I don't even like going somewhere where I feel like it feels expensive. And honestly, if I order a bottle of wine, I don't like the thing where I have to smell it. I feel weird doing it. I kind of just want the bottle, you know? Well, if you are told what to look for, you now that I've gotten into this, and I, 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 there's two magazines that I take. There's a wine tasting magazine now, and uh, why? There's three actually. There's uh, a bourbon. And whiskey magazine, there's a wine magazine, and there's Cigar Aficionado uh, magazine that I take. And I get all three, and I, I do kind of get into this a little bit, you know. But uh, And I'm not a huge bourbon and whiskey guy. I like beer. I, I just do. I always have. Oh, but a, a bottle of wine can be an investment, and, and you can – plus, you if you have parties, everybody's into that. So I've kind of taken up this collecting. But I, we sat down at the bill – at the end of the night, now, there was seven people at the table. And, again, I wasn't paying for it, so I didn't care. But the bill was $1,400. Oh, man. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And they said, well, we age this beef for 600 days, and we do this with the prosciutto. And it's, I'm like, 600 days? It doesn't taste different than what I got at Sendix. It's just, you know, are you kidding me? So anyway, it was great. It, the company was great. It was uh, they they pulled out all the stops for these clients, and it was a lot of fun. But yeah, it was uh, it was was not. Uh, I was longing for home. We'll put it that way. Right. I, couldn't wait. To, couldn't wait to get back home. I like investing my money in better things, like Rory McIlroy, first round leader at the Almond Palmer. So have you uh, have you gone to uh, DraftKings and picked uh, Rory to win it all, or are you taking the field? No, no, I. I bet first round leader in the golf really, which oh, is okay. an electric bet because random dudes lead in the first round. It's not your name right. names that go and win. So yeah, I hit one yesterday. It felt good. There you go. And and you took home what? Yeah, like thirty bucks. I didn't put that much on it. <laughs> now are you letting it roll? I, no, I I might okay. just bet someone else next Thursday. I don't know. Heading down, I have a limited heading down budget. to Regent Street. Yeah, heading down to Regent <laughs> Street. All right, there you go. Well, Saturday's two-for-one pitchers and free darts, so that's usually when I go out anyway. Hey, I'm telling you what, late night, 2 a.m., Taco Bell, you get those, uh, you know, just soft-shell soft uh, tacos, you're good to go. You can, 30 bucks can wipe somebody out. I, that's enough five food for bucks a month. can wipe somebody out. I wake up the yeah. next morning, it's not my head that feels bad. 
Yes, that's okay. That's okay. Call Rogers. He's got that colon cleanse thing going on. <laughs> He'll help you out. He'll help you out. So there you go. You got the Bucks on the road taking on the Bulls. The uh, the Bucks only a game behind the Bulls in the Eastern. Excuse me, in the Eastern Conference standings. You've got between the top six teams five games. Divide those top six teams five games, and in the uh, the 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 Bucks case, the the thing about the Bucks is that, and, and the way I kind of look at this. And I've said this all along, and I know you guys got into this yesterday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I listened to a little bit while I was driving back, which is, by the way, the app is great. It is. I was coming out of Chicago yesterday, uh, woke up. It was one of those days where I had, uh, Kristen had to get up, and she had a meeting at 8.30. I had no reason to get up, none. I, I, I could have died there, and I would have been good. Uh, no, for the first time, and I, don't, I couldn't tell you how long, I didn't have a reason to get up. So, because she her meeting was going to go from like eight thirty to one via Zoom, so she worked down in the uh, the main office uh, or not the office, but the main lobby area because there's nobody there. So she had the the background of the river and everything for her Zoom background. So she left. She said, "Hey, I'll go downstairs. You can sleep in." I had no reason to get up, none. So I just laid in and didn't do anything. So we uh, jumped in the car. Um, I, a little bit later on, but the app, I was listening to the app in the room while I was up. Why, I don't know. But I did. I just want to make sure sometimes the show doesn't, you know, go off the rails to the point that, you know, we got to rebuild the thing. Not oh, you wanted you. to hear my thoughts on hand so, size at the NFL Combine. So, yeah, that was a little strange. <laughs> uh, the, but, but the Bucks talk, you guys talked Bucks for quite a while to start the show off yesterday. We did, pretty much a full hour. Do, is, like, Grant immersed in Milwaukee Bucks basketball? He's a big NBA regular season guy. And while I'm a okay. big Badger guy, obviously, we kind of found the similarities between the two teams and where they're at. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, I heard it, and I, I got it, but I did not realize Grant Bills, living on the western portion of the state of Wisconsin, was so into Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen and Middleton and Portis and Carter and Matthews and, and Grace, or, uh, Nora and... Serge Ibaka, I, I just I didn't realize he was he was that immersed into it all. I was impressed. I was still waiting to find out if uh, at any point in time during the show that you heard any because I I completely tuned out yesterday. Other than listening to the show, yesterday was a day where I put my brain on complete non sports entities, listen to music coming back and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'll tell you this: I, last night I went to uh, Darius Rucker. I don't know if you saw my Facebook page. Yeah, but he puts on an incredible show. I mean, unbelievable. I had seen him years and years ago when he was hooting the blowfish, but he's been doing country music now for 15 years, and he just puts on an incredible show. I mean, an incredible show. He's doing this this uh, these theater tours now where it's just smaller venues where it's 22,000 to 2,500 people, and just the, the joint just went crazy. But puts on this show. As I'm walking around last night at the Riverside Theater in Milwaukee, and walking over there, we went to uh, San Giorgio for dinner, and then we stopped next door, called our own club, said hi to a few people, had a drink, and then we walked over to the theater, which was a really non-windy night. It was cool, but non-windy night. It was nice to just get out and walk around the city. And we're walking over, and I kid you not, between called our own club, walking up past Benihana's, down the street past Moe's Steakhouse, which is where all the tour buses were parked, and then around the corner to the Riverside, standing in line at Will Call, waiting for my tickets. I, if it was once, it was maybe seven times 
I had people approach me, love to have you back on. I had great hearing you in Madison or whatever, the people that come to town for this. And the number one question is, Roger's coming back? Roger's coming back? Why is he taking all the money? Roger's coming back? Roger's coming back? One guy said, man, Rob Manfred's an, an a-hole. And I kind of laughed. I went, yeah, I, I don't think he cares much. And then he looked at me and went, is Roger's coming back? That's the number one question. So I know people say you get infatuated with it. No, it's not. It, it is the topic of conversation for many. Now, I know we're heading into March Madness. And, you know, oh, by the way, you know how I can tell March Madness is here, Ben? How? What happened yesterday? We talked What can about, you think? Go. What can you think happened? Well, we talked about hand size at the NFL Combine. That's how I know it's March. No, 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 no. It showed up at my house. Oh, the cookies. Yes! Yes! I came home yesterday, and there was a big box of Girl Scout cookies dropped off in the garage, dropped off in front of the garage. I was ecstatic. Just see how he responds to the load. Ah, oh, the load of cookies that showed up at my house yesterday. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I got my Girl Scout cookies yesterday. Uh, I, by the way, I will say this. I did not realize I ordered so much. I would, I would assume that there is a case of tank ass in my future, uh, or I'm going to have to have some kind of a party, one of the two. But, yeah, it was uh, – <laughs> they showed up, and, I, and, and Kristen looked at me, and she said, what, what, is, is that – how many boxes is that? I said, I have no idea. And there's like, uh, you know, 14 boxes of Thin Mints. See, what happens is I get three or four people that say, hey, do you want, you know, cookies? I'm like, yeah, put me down for five boxes. Yeah, put me down for – you know, four or five boxes. Put me down for, you know, th this amount. And all of a sudden, they all showed up. I had stacks of cookies waiting for me when I got home. So, uh, so yeah, the Girl Scout cookies, the Thin Mints, are now stored safely in the pantry. Uh, and uh, I have to admit, I did crack one open this morning uh, with my breakfast. Had two cookies. I'm just like, oh, can't wait for March Madness. So, it's a good time can't for wait. a show meeting at your house is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. It was It was awesome. So uh, I think it's 14 boxes that uh, oh that arrived at the house yesterday. 14 boxes. Now, 14 boxes. Out of that 14, uh, I think about 10 went to, into the freezer. So I've got 10 in the freezer right now because I've got the, uh, the one of those you know refrigerators that sit out in the garage that just store your extra stuff. So I got about 10 boxes in the fridge. But yes, uh, that is where I'm keeping my future case of ass. Anyway, uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break on a Friday, good Friday edition of the uh, Bill Michael Show, which, by the way, it's the first Friday of Lent. It's your first official Fish Fry Friday of the year, in case you didn't know. The first official Fish Fry Friday, and it's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. If you're kicking back with some fish or doing some beer-battered cod, make it some Bud Light in a pot, fry up the fish, chug a few beers, have your fish, enjoy your night, because it's a Fish Fry Friday, and it's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show. We uh, we're glad you're uh, with us today. 
On this good Friday, uh, today getting you ready for the weekend and uh, enjoying uh, the weekend upcoming. Glad to have you a part of the program. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Still getting you registered and signed up for that 2022 Chevy Tahoe that they are going to be giving away. All you got to do is stop in, get some of those take-home meals or a uh, 20-ounce Coke or Smart Water or put them all together for even more scratch and plays all over there at uh, Quick Trip. Our good friends at Quick Trip have that going on. They're going to give away a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. I was looking online at those things, starting at anywhere from 55 to 95 grand that's a big range man but they're giving those things away think about that giving one of those away that wouldn't be a bad way to start to start the lenten season so to speak get yourself one of the uh, good meals and then a coke product and scratch and sniff your way over to a new tahoe compliments of our friends at quick trip uh, download the app and then stop in and see store for details. Um, so uh, a, a lot of people chiming in over on the uh, the Facebook fan page. I want to get to this real quick. Um, so uh, first of all, Paul says, toss the Girl Scout cookies into a blender with ice cream and crank it up. It is goodness. Uh, this one is from Mike. who says, got to put them in the freezer, buy some for his full-grown kids. Good stuff there. Um he, uh, Chris uh, says that's still not enough cookies. You need more cookies. Frozen Thin Mints after a night out. Oh, yeah. Um, this one is from uh, from Kevin who says, how was the Darius Rucker concert? Had a chance to see him at Hodeg last summer. Uh, it was awesome. And uh, some other people said, hey, it looked good. If you go over to the Facebook fan page, uh, and you can see some of the pictures there. Uh, from last night. Had a, it was a great time. It, it was the girl, um, I think her name's Chelsea Haddock. I could be wrong. I got to go back and look. Oh, my God. She was the uh, she was the, the, the opening act. I don't know where she came from, but that girl, that girl's got it. Oh, my God. She was fantastic. There are certain songs where she sings. She did Tom Petty, Mary Jane last night. And and plays harmonica, plays guitar, plays numerous things. And, um, oh, my goodness. She just, I mean, as far as being like a showman, oh, my goodness. I, I'm, I'm telling you, look in the next two years, and if that girl's not a star, I'll eat my hat. Man, is she good. And when she sings like Dolly Parton songs and such, she sounds dead on her. It, it's it's amazing. Uh, that girl was fantastic. But Darius Rucker was just off the hook. It was great to see him last night. Um, does so much. And yes, he did. Ho- he does Hootie and a Blowfish stuff. So if you go there, there's some of the video that I shot last night. You can see it. he does. He, he mixes it in, and he mixes it in really cool because you always knew when a Hootie song was coming. Because they would get into, like, uh, you know how bands do. Well, they'll just start playing a, a riff, you know, like a beat. And then people start clapping. They get you clapping. And it's it's a little bit of a jam, you know. And, you know, he's going and then going and then going. And then all of a sudden they go into, you know, I only want to be with you. You know, you know, it just it was really, really good. And then the place erupts and goes crazy because everybody remembers Hootie and the Blowfish. And it's still it's so timeless. So it was cool. It was good. You know, and then he's got a new album out, and he's got, uh, you know, and then he ends on Wagon Wheel. So it was it was fantastic. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 
Um, so I, I wanted uh, I wanted to do a few things because uh, I got up today. And if you're like me, you flip around. I was watching over in the NFL Network, and they're live at the Combine. And, you know, inevitably the discussion, like I mentioned last night, just walking over to the Riverside Theater, it was no less than seven people approached me, whether it was on the street or at the front entrance, to want to know about Aaron Rodgers. And I, I believe he's coming back. And, and I said that to everybody. I think everybody wants him back. But he is receiving a lot of criticism. A lot of criticism. And it is, and I, I had to sit and think for a minute, is it warranted? Now, as a fan, as a fan, you want to see him come back. He gives your team the best chance to win. But after listening, remember, after listening to him at the beginning of the season, it it, it kind of gives you a different feeling about all of this. Ian Rappaport yesterday, by the way, was at the Combine. And inevitably, the, the topic always seems to come up, what about Aaron Rodgers? Here's what Ian Rappaport had to say. And if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, it's going to be on a new deal. It's going to make him almost certainly the highest paid player in the NFL. And it's going to be a deal that is shorter and one with probably some fake years at the end to make the cap situation a lot easier and give them room to do things like retain Devontae Adams, which they want to do, and uh, retain several others. Yes, uh, Nathaniel Hackett is like many, many other people. He does not know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. And Tom, the Packers have been very accommodating for Rodgers just to say, you know what, take your time. You decide we're not going to bother you. What I know is things are in a very good place with Rodgers and the Packers, with the negotiations, with the deal. Everyone is just waiting on Rodgers. And if okay. Now, I, I, I'm calling out the people over on the Facebook fan page that it was not that long ago, it might have been about a week ago, on this show, or maybe the, the last Thursday, I take that back, last Thursday is when I put a post up, if you remember, I put a post up, and the post stated, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers was published on February 24th at 11 a.m. I said Aaron Rodgers in his press conference on July 28th, 2001, said, I said from the start it wasn't about the money. And then yesterday I learned that $50 million a year is being desired by the quarterback and uh, the signing of the longtime uh, teammate Devontae Adams. I don't know how you finagle that amount of money for two players and still have enough left over to find other players that are going to help you win in the postseason. No quarterback has ever won a Lombardi trophy all by himself. I got crucified for making that statement. There's no way he's asking for 40 plus. There's no way he's asking for close to 50. Close to 50 put, makes you the highest paid player in the NFL. Crucified. Now it's out there. Again, here we go. It's true. You don't want to believe it about your quarterback, but it's true. So I still think Rodgers is coming back. I still think they're in a good place. I still think they're going to work out a deal. I, th I, I think he gives you the best chance to win. Is the criticism that is being heaped upon Aaron Rodgers, is it warranted? I'm listening to Dan Graziano today. 
And he is saying Rodgers has been the best player, back-to-back MVPs, still playing at a highest level, drug his team as if the team had no talent, drug his team into the postseason, goes on and on and on. And then stops and says he deserves all the money he can get. No player should ever worry about a team salary cap. And I thought about that. I thought about that. You work your ass off. You do everything you possibly can do. You make every bit of money you can possibly make. You and I are in different worlds, so we can't really equate this to us. And then you get to kind of the pinnacle, and you know your career is coming to an end, and Rodgers wants the money. $50 million a year-ish wants the money. Okay, come back as the quarterback. A lot of wins. Get to the postseason, see what happens, right? He's being killed by many for the actions. And I'm asking you, is it deserved? Is it justified? the criticism that's being heaped upon him. I want you to take a listen when we come back and then make your decision, okay? And then make your decision. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. Hopefully you're enjoying the sunshine. Feeling good today. You know, as we start to head into our first official fish fry weekend, which is kind of like a holiday here in the state of Wisconsin, the upper Midwest for that matter. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I, I wanted to bring this up for a second, okay? Like I said, it was, it was, it's just because it was the topic du jour last night, everywhere I pretty much went, walked, and what have you. So I wanted to let you hear this, and I want you to make the decision. Remember Rodgers at the beginning of the season when he went through that that long kind of diatribe about wanting a voice and wanting to be a part of the decision, okay? Remember that? Take a listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say at the beginning of the season. I've trained with a number of NFL guys most of my career in the off seasons. Um, my agency at the first has had a number of high draft picks over the years. Uh, I've tried to pass along information um, hasn't really been uh, used, shall we say. Um, so I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter, you know, uh, and I think we can all understand, you know, Green Bay isn't, a, uh, you know, a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me, uh, to play with our team and, and knowing that they can win a championship here. And the fact that I haven't been used in those discussions was one I wanted to change moving forward. And I felt like based on my years, uh, the way I can still play, that that should be a natural part of the conversation. Um, as that progressed from that point, nothing really changed on that front. Uh, 
so we got into March, and the conversation changed. Um, as I felt like, uh, if you can't commit to me past 2021, and I'm not a part of recruiting process and for agency, if I'm not a part of the future, then instead of letting me be a lame duck quarterback, if you want to make a change and move forward, then go ahead and do it. Um, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, like I said, it wasn't a draft day thing. There were conversations for uh, a number of months leading up to that. Post the draft, I think what basically happened was then they said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you some we'll give you some money now. Let's see if we can throw some money at you. I said from the start it wasn't about the money. Um, obviously, I didn't show up for the off-season program or minicamp. To me, it was bigger than this. It was about uh, trying to be a resource for the organization that I care about and love so much. There you go. Talks about being a resource, bringing in free agents, guys that want to play with them. Here's what he talked about uh, when it comes to, you know, wanting a say in personnel because people want to play with him and want to be there. I can only say one of the things was to be involved in free agency. Um, because, I mean, just talk to Preston Smith, you know, why he came here and why he actually took a pay cut to resign. You know, he knows that we got an opportunity to win a championship when I'm playing. Um, and it, it's a sentiment that's that's echoed by other players across the league who hit me up that I'm friends with that want to come or get traded or, you know, come to Green Bay. They want to be a part of an opportunity to win a championship. Um, and that's why I just wanted to make myself available, you know, to have those conversations, to be maybe something that tips it over the edge if you're trying to sign a specific guy. Um, so that wasn't uh, a part of – that wasn't part of March at all. So he wants to say in personnel who to bring in. Guys want to play with him. Guys want to be there. Okay, I get it. I get it. He went on and talked about guys that have been let go too early. They didn't keep them around. Good guys in the in the in the locker room. Okay, I get it. Understandable. Right? We're all on the same page in this, you know? Guys wanted to play with Favre. Reggie White wanted to bring guys in. Charles Woodson wanted to bring guys in. Other players have spoken up and said, I think this guy or that guy either should stay and should get paid or we should bring this guy in. Free agency. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And if you don't do it, guys take it somewhat personal that you don't take their advice, which is the danger of having a player have a voice. Right? Okay. Now the question is, and I think it's a legitimate one, where all the criticism is coming from. On one hand, Rodgers is asking to be the highest paid player, close to $50 million a year. On the other, how in the world can you criticize, not show up, because they're not taking your advice, you, they're not listening to you as a part of recruitment. How can you stand there and look people in the eye and say, this is what I want? And yet, you want Devontae, you wanted Bakhtiari, you wanted Aaron Jones, you wanted him to keep Kenny Clark, you want Jair to get paid, you wanted to bring back Randall Cobb, 
millions and millions and millions of dollars. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't keep everybody. Preston Smith, you want him to, to stay there. Devondre Campbell, where would they find this guy? I mean, we got to pay him. This is where the criticism becomes so valid is this is a guy that wants all the money and yet gets upset at an organization that doesn't keep everybody, does not want to be a part of a rebuild. What happens to this team if they keep Devontae and they keep Rodgers? And it may not happen this year. They may offset that salary and be able to keep some some players around. Okay, I'm not saying that it all has to go by the wayside. But eventually the money comes due. How can you sit there and look the camera, the fans, management in the eye and say, I want to be a voice, I want to be heard, I want them to listen to me, I want them to kind of do what I need done, but yet, oh, by the way, I want all the money. I get it, you've earned it. You're one unbelievable quarterback. But is the criticism that's now being heaped upon Aaron Rodgers warranted? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. That's where, that's where the rub is, right? I, I think, and, and the longer this drags out with no decision and no agreement, the louder the criticism is becoming. That's also my point. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It is a fish fry Friday. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Well, there's a couple of places. You can go out to a Sloppy Joe's. Or smoke on the water. Sloppy Joe's, a good old-fashioned Wisconsin-style bar. Not a supper club, but a style bar. Good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, you can go to Okachi uh, to smoke on the water. Talk about fish. I mean, it's right there. <laughs> you're, you're on a lake. Same thing with Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill and Stoley's Hog Alley. Oh, they got a great fish fry there. Oh, my goodness. If you're looking for one, there's four restaurants right there, a couple of which are right on a lake. And Stoley's is right right there next to uh, Upper Nababit. So good places all around. Can't go wrong. You've got, uh, like I mentioned, three or four of them right there. you got Sloppy Joe's, Smoke on the Water out in Okachi. You've got Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill on Pewaukee Lake. And on Upper Nababit, You've got uh, you've got uh, Stoli's Hog Alley. So great places, all of them. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. So first of all, this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say uh, a while ago uh, about letting good guys go. Uh, a lot of things that transpired. This wasn't uh, you know a draft day uh, thing. You know, uh, this was. Uh, Started with a conversation in February um, that the season ended. And I just expressed, you know, my desire to be uh, more involved in conversations directly affecting my job. Um, also, uh, I wanted to help the organization maybe learn from them some of the mistakes in the past, in my opinion, about the way that some of the uh, outgoing veterans were treated. 
um, and just the fact that we didn't retain uh, a number of uh, players that I felt like were core players to our foundation, our locker room, high character guys. I'm talking about Charles Woodson, Jordy Nelson, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, Randall Cobb, James Jones, um, John Kuhn, Brett Good, TJ Lang, Brian Balaga, Casey Hayward, Micah Hyde, guys who were you know, exceptional players for us, but great locker room guys, high character guys, many of them who weren't offered a contract at all or were extremely low-balled, or were, you know, maybe in my opinion, not uh, given the respect on the way out that guys of their status and stature and high character deserve. He just named a bunch of guys that got big contracts to go elsewhere. You can't keep them all. I, look, I appreciate the fact that he wants them treated better. That I get. 100% agree. But he talked about every one of those guys got bigger contracts to go elsewhere. And you're lowball because you can't afford to pay everybody. For being the smartest guy in the room, he's one of the dumbest. He wants everybody to get paid. And, oh, by the way, you can't pay everybody if the quarterback's going to take $50 million a year. So is the criticism that is now being heaped upon Aaron Rodgers warranted? Uh, Charlie says, did Rodgers, here we go again. Here we go again. Did Rodgers actually ask for $50 million a year? Charlie, every outlet is reporting he wants to be the highest paid player. $46.5 million per year is just above is is where it's at right now, which means he's got to go higher than $46.5 million a year. The, the term $50 million has been thrown out there, and it's been sitting as a contract, from what I understand, for a while now. There's certain things that Rodgers wants. So if it's not 50 and it's 47, does it mean a hill of beans? Okay, it's not for clicks. And if you think it is, then you're part of the naive group that just doesn't want to believe anything anybody says because it's all going to come out in the wash once the money is put to paper and once the contract is ratified and the players association has it we'll see it it's not for clicks the guy wants to be the highest paid player let's okay let's say it's not 50 charlie let's say it's 47 does it matter to you Let's say it's 46. Does it matter? Let's say it's 40. Does it matter? He's already making 15, 17. If it sticks at 46 and a half, he'd be making over 20% of the team's total salary. Does it matter? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um... Yeah, they're in, and apparently they're saying it's a short-term deal. This is what Ian Rappaport just had to say on the Pat McAfee show. What is going on with the Aaron situation? Everybody's just kind of waiting, thinking they could potentially get him or no? I, I, everyone's just waiting for him to announce. I mean, I feel like most of the teams I've spoken with, really most everyone believes he's going back. But it's not like something I could say, you know, sources Rogers expected to be back because he is he is a different dude and he is in charge of his own stuff and – uh, he is. He's charming and funny. 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 He also, smart, he also smart. speaks for himself, what? and he keeps 
stuff to himself. So it's not like he's told people, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going back. From what I can tell, like there's been negotiations with his agent and the Packers, but he has not said, hey, I'm definitely going back when this deal gets done. Okay. How about that? So they're working and working and working and working and working. And now that last portion of the comment is, and there's no given that he's coming back even if the deal gets done. Uh, Merlin, you're wrong. Don't ever type that again. Every player is looking for a bigger contract. Jordy Nelson was coming to the end of his career, which is the reason he was trying to hold on. Jordy, you could probably say, might have been one of those guys that they could have given him a little bit more money. But again, there was a certain level of comfort that they have, of money they want to keep around, and they're not going to offer big contracts. They're not going to offer millions and millions of dollars. The fact that they paid Randall Cobb $9 million was astounding to me. Was astounding to me. So you tell me, is the is the criticism warranted? Again, I'd love to see him come back. I think he gives the Green Bay Packers the best chance to win. I guess the question then becomes, at what cost and what is being stated, what is being thought with all the, and again, you know, it goes back to like, you know, last year when everybody had people that, you know, we were all talking to. And Roger says, well, you know, there was a lot of things that were said. Well, what was said that wasn't true? There, I mean, there's some details maybe that aren't true, but the grand scheme of things, yeah. You didn't want to come back. You were pissed off at the team. You wanted them to coddle you and basically say, we'll do what you need us to do. We're going to give you a louder voice. We're going to give you the opportunity to help us make some decisions. And, oh, by the way, along the way, you want to get paid all the money? You want people to hear you, but you're not even sure if you're going to come back. If you, So, in other words, Rodgers, could, they could work out the deal. The money could be there, and he still may not come back if they don't satisfy his needs. So that's where some of the criticism is becoming real. That's where some of the criticism is becoming real. And I think some of it is is justified, and I think some of it is just there are people that just you – Um, you just, I, I think the criticism is he just doesn't get it. This team for everything he wants, they can't do anything because he wants to, you see what I'm saying? There's two different interests here. You want to win, but they don't always go hand in hand with what you're asking personnel wise to do. If that makes sense. Uh, 877-867-1670. So coming up, uh, coming up next, we're going to talk with our buddy uh, Peter Bukowski, and uh, he is going to give us a shout. We're, he's at the NFL Combine. Mike Clemens down there as well. He's at the Combine. So we're going to uh, talk with him a little bit about maybe who the Packers might be looking at, some of the other Badgers maybe that uh, could be uh, getting a look, look-see as well. Always good when you see some of the Badgers starting to get some looks. Um, so he was down there talking some combine, uh, by the way, uh, Ben, you will be happy to know that they just had up on the screen on the NFL network, the largest to smallest hands. So that must've been your discussion yesterday. Michael Vick being the smallest hand 
to, as a quarterback, and then Joe Burrow just under that at nine inches when you talk about the wingspan of the hand? Oh, I have bigger hands than Kenny Pickett, quarterback coming out of Pittsburgh. We measured yesterday, live at noon. So you go from the tip of your pinky to the uh, tip of your thumb, correct? Yes, uh, and that yeah. audio is live on Bill Michaels podcast. There you go. You can hear all about uh, hand measurements. I'd have to take a look. I don't even know what, the, what what size my hands are, to be honest with you. Never had them measured. There you go. All right, hang in there. Three more hours yet to go on this Fish Fry Friday. We're going to talk a little combine when we come back. Peter Bukowski is going to be here. Got to talk a little bit about Coach K. Coming up, the last home game, Cameron Indoor. Bucks tonight taking on the Bulls. Badgers getting ready for Nebraska. March Madness starting to set in upon us. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.